I want you to know that you're not alone. And if you're struggling right now and you have one foot in and one foot out, actually taking that other step to, to move forward, to get the help you need, understand that there's people that could, that are here to support you. Brent has this wonderful show. I'm here to help as well. There's so many, you have support. Just don't be fearful and get yourself caught in this thing that you're afraid of what other people think of you because it's a myth. Nobody's thinking about you. Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential and grow into the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? That's the question and this podcast will help you with those answers. My name is Brent and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. Big shout out to Fallible Nation. You guys make these shows possible and a warm welcome to our first time listeners. My name is Brent and today my special guest is life coach Dan Stillman. Dan, welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Hey Brent, thank you for having me. Now Dan, I don't do big introductions. I don't know how many episodes you might have heard, but... My first yeah. question is always, who is Dan Stillman in your own words? Well, Dan Stillman is somebody who has had some adversity in his life and has overcome that adversity to find his true passion of what he wants to do in life. And, you know, through that, I've developed a couple of brands that I'm trying to bring into fruition into the world, into the world to actually help men. And I, and I appreciate you providing this platform for me to discuss that and explain a little bit what I'm trying to create for men specifically to help them grow emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, and physically. Well, that's certainly something we can get behind here at The Fallible Man. So, you know, I'm grateful for you taking the time to be on today. Now, Dan, tell us a little bit about, you've got two different sites. You've got Holistic Well Care and Yominga. I'm saying that wrong. You can correct me in a second. Are they two separate entities? Are they just one and one's an extension of the other? Yeah. So, you know, back in, let me just give you a little bit of a backstory. So back in 2017, I was laid off from a job that I was at for 11 years. I've been in IT for over 30 years and, you know, I kind of took, I just took a deep dive and said, what is my true passion in life? Like, what do I really want to do with my life? And I think most people, you know, had that moment and some of us act on it and some of us don't, you know, and I was just like, okay. When I look back at my life, my life story, I said, you know, Obviously, these things for me, I believe that things happen for a reason. So I was sitting on the couch and this word yomenga, which is the word men in between the word yoga, just popped up into my mind. And I said, you know, wow, I like doing yoga. It's really transformed my life. And more importantly, I learned about breathing because you know, I have an intense personality and you know, I tend to be a little anxious. And it was just something that really changed my life. And during that time, there was a lot of things in the news with like Matt Lauer and a bunch of other guys who were taken down because they used the word toxic masculinity. 
And I said, what can I create that basically will help men grow emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, and physically? And I was like, I don't like that word toxic. Now, I know there's a few bad apples out there, right? But I don't think they became toxic. You know, like overnight, I think we're the product of our environments, of how we're raised, environmental factors. And I don't want to be lumped under that word toxic because I've done a lot of work on myself. I, agree. I don't consider myself toxic. I consider myself uneducated. So I want to break this stereotype and create something, which Yo Manga is what it's all about, is to change that word from toxic to uneducated. So I just dove deep and said, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. And I created a course called Get Real Deal and Heal. As a result of that, I needed more information. So I decided I, I was looking through the internet and I saw this thing, positive psychology. And I was like, what's positive psychology? I never heard of positive psychology. And it's the study of human flourishing. Now people say, oh, you learn positive psychology, you walk around positive all the time. No, that's not what positive psychology is. Positive psychology is basically teaching you that you're human, you have emotions and it's normal to have these emotions. And you learn such as such things such as self-regulation and growth versus fixed mindset and resilient skills and a lot of concepts that people probably never heard about or never knew existed. And that, you know, we're supposed to have all these emotions. The key thing here is not to get stuck in the not so positive emotions, right? To try to develop these tools. So I created this course. And I've been in therapy because of some abandonment issues I had to deal with and some like, you know, back in the 70s, they considered spankings normal. Well, I got the crap kicked out of me and that can have a detrimental effect on you, you know, and it causes a lot of shame. So, you know, the thing that, you know, I'm trying, was trying to emphasize by creating the Get Real Deal and Heal course is that Therapy could help you deal with trauma, right? All of us have some sort of trauma that happens in our lives. But if you don't deal with that trauma, you're going to be stuck. But what happens after you deal with that trauma? Go to therapy, get the help. What's the next step? They don't really tell you what you should do after that. So people just don't have the tools of finding, okay, what about, what am I passionate about? What are the things that I meant to do on this earth? What special gifts do I have? that I am not allowing myself to basically, you know, pursue where I could be my true authentic self, be vulnerable as a man, break down that myth of toxic masculinity and how the myth of masculinity that men shouldn't cry, they shouldn't, you know, communicate their feelings, they, you know, men are people pleasers, they have a hard time accepting a strong woman in their life because they feel intimidated. So, you know, this is the path that I was led down to create, you know, Yo Manga, and then that kind of standing from there, I got into the holistic nutrition part of it because I had some stomach issues growing up. And so I became a certified integrated nutrition person. And then I became a yoga instructor and a transformational mindset. And I did this because I did want to learn some things, obviously. But I also said, if I'm creating a brand, and I'm launching something and I'm offering these services to men and I'm hiring subcontractors, I need to understand as a CEO what exactly they do so I could 
be, you know, do the appropriate thing and get the right people to help them. So uh, that was a long-winded answer, yeah. but that, that's Well, actually, you, you killed two birds with one stone because my next question was, what is positive psychology? So okay. you got ahead of me yeah. there and managed to answer that one at the same time. So that works. Hey, that's that cool. was the next because I read that in your bio and I'm like, I don't have any idea what that is. I, so yeah. you went ahead and answered that. So that works out good. Don't worry about that. And you know what? Cool. You can't necessarily shortchange some answers. You just can't. I have a habit of sometimes over explaining things, but I tell people all the time, it's like, no, there's the answer. And you either want to hear it or you don't. Yeah. We have this microwave society where we all want that. 10 second answer or the, right, right, right. this the scroll yeah. world we live in. And yeah, we can't poo poo it, you know? It's like, you're just, and you're just being yourself. Why would you wanna, you know, not give the true answer of how you're feeling in the moment, right? Exactly. So, Dan, yeah. I gotta ask you if you could sit down and have a conversation with anyone in history, who would it be and why? If anyone in history who passed away, Anyone. Already? Anyone. Anyone. Oh, that's an interesting question. I, who would I want to sit down with? Hmm. I probably want to sit down with who the creator of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> because I probably have so many questions of why we're here. And, you know, we're always striving for, you know, what is our true purpose? And is there a meaning to all of this? You know, some of us coast along and just never really take a look introspectively introspective of who we are as a individual and you know that's something that i want to know um and i want to know why this whole thing was created because you know sometimes i could say like i flip-flop is are our lives like preordained <laughs> or is there a purpose you know one of my favorite movies is forrest gump and there's a part in Forrest Gump where he's speaking to Jenny at the grave and he's like saying, I wonder if our lives are like a feather. We're just blowing on the wind and like things just happen or is there, do things happen for a reason? And I've always kind of wonder, you know, what's our true purpose here in life now? I don't know if that answers your question because that's not an actual individual, but... <laughs> maybe it is you know that's, that's a <laughs> that's a fair enough question answer right i said anybody so that, that's fair game right i think there are a lot of people who would echo that sentiment to uh, be able to sit down with whoever created this right i'm a christian so i believe that's god but i understand other people believe that's something else and i have a long list even as a believer of you know what questions i would love to ask uh so yeah i think it's definitely yeah. fair now, That's here's cool. the softball answer question of the show that trips up okay. everybody. What's your favorite ice cream? Vanilla. Vanilla? <laughs> okay. Vanilla, probably. Is yeah, it a particular I like, vanilla? I actually like the Oreo. You know, the Oreo vanilla that mm -hmm. has the cookies in it? Yeah. Cookies and cream. There you go. There That's we my go. my favorite uh, <laughs> ice cream right there. <laughs> I love it, but it doesn't love me. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> lactose oh but, uh, life yeah. is difficult but yeah. you know as many lactose intolerant yeah. people as i know they all still love ice cream it's, it's just yeah. one of those universal oh, things eat. just don't be around me for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair enough yeah 
So before we get into masculinity, because we're going to go deeper into masculinity in the second part of the show, I was reading some of your blog articles before the show and trying to get a sense of you and where we would go with the show. And I think it would be beneficial for our listeners if you would explain what a thinking trap is, because I wasn't familiar with that term. Mm-hmm. And it's not yeah. the focus of today, but I think it just understanding that concept will benefit our listeners a lot. Yeah, thinking trap is just like one part of questioning your thoughts in real time. Like a thinking trap consists of like seven, six or seven different things. I don't have them all memorized, but I'll try. It's like overgeneralizing could be one. Mind reading could be another. Maximizing, minimizing could be another. Externalizing, like pointing fingers at other people. You got three pointing back at you. Personalizing is another where you're actually beating yourself up for things. You know, the mind reading one is where you're actually think you know what somebody else is thinking and you're not asking questions. You, you know, overgeneralizing, it's like, oh, or just, you're just... You just react without thinking or gathering the facts. Maximizing could be like making like something bigger than really what it is instead of gathering. The minimizing could be kind of like an example would be like you're minimizing someone's feelings, you know, things like that. So we have a tendency, we fall into like one of those categories. I know for me, mind reading is probably the hardest one for me because I think I think I know what somebody's talking about. And then I make up a story because and all of those kind of fall into the same pattern that we are making up something that has no validity. And, you know, part of what I teach people is how to question your thoughts in real time, which is real time resilience skills. And that's just one piece of identifying which thinking trap is actually causing that thought behind that. There's the belief, like what belief is that associated with? Like, I'm not good enough. What's wrong with me? I did something wrong. And then it's basically the feeling, like what feeling is it generating? So there's really three components to it. And then you have to take your brain to court. Like once you've identified that thinking trap and the two other things, then you have to like take your brain to court and like kind of say, what's the evidence for? And what's the evidence against that thought? Like what's the evidence for and the evidence against that thinking trap? Like I'm thinking of somebody's, you know, I'm thinking something that somebody else is thinking that I made this up without gathering the facts. So I have to say, is that really true? What's the evidence for that thought? And it has to be fact-based evidence. What's the evidence against what I'm thinking right now? And then you come up with a new belief. So it's just one part of how you can use cognitive, how you can become your own cognitive-based therapist in order to use real-time resilience skills to change your thinking and not get caught in some kind of crazy-ass thought assumption that you've made up, which has no validity to anything, which only makes things worse. Okay. So that's something I'm definitely going to have to do an episode to go deeper into for sure down the road. Cause I, I think I was reading the blog article and it's like, I, okay. Yeah. And that's some interesting con ideas and putting that together and right. Right. But so I just wanted to touch on it now, Dan, being in this realm of working with men, right. To set up the second half of the show, before we get into it, define masculinity, right? Because I work with a lot of guys who work in the men's realm, right? And I found that all of us have a few things that we go, yes, this is masculinity. And then everybody has a slightly different look. So we be, before we get into the truth about masculinity, 
define masculinity from your standpoint? I look at masculinity as just a word. You know, you mentioned, Brent, that you're Christian, you're religious. I look at femininity, the word femininity, and the word masculinity as words that are used interchangeably, but when it underneath this skin, these bones and blood, you know, for me, we all have a soul. And, you know, masculinity and femininity transcend, you know, these feminine and masculine traits. So masculinity, to, be, to define it in one word, would be the process of having vulnerability. To understand that at your core, if you're vulnerable, right, then you're able to accept who you are, you know, at your truest level, and you walk around, you know, knowing that you're being your true authentic self. And that means being able to communicate your feelings, being able to express yourself in a way that is non-reactive, being able to feel every emotion and understand that you're human, understanding that you're, you are human and that you're going to make mistakes and have the ability to forgive yourself and most importantly, love yourself. Of When you look in the mirror every day, you are basically seeing somebody that you love and that you respect. And in turn, being and having that love for yourself will translate into forgiving, loving, not judging other people as well. So that's my true definition of masculinity. We may have testosterone, we're stronger masculine-wise, but that's the only difference, in my opinion. Okay. You know, and we, we, you know, obviously, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, the other differences. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I needed to give that in just for the groundwork, right? This will set us up into our ongoing conversation in the second half of the show. Guys, we've been getting to know Dan so far. And in the second half of the show, we're going to dive into the truth about masculinity. We're going to roll to our sponsor and we'll be right back with more from Dan. How well do you sleep at night? Do you toss and turn and wake up more tired than when you went to bed? Sleep is commonly one of the critical elements people fall short on in their life. The quality of sleep you get directly affects your ability to control your weight, your ability to add muscle, your stress levels, and your everyday job and life performance. If you're ready to move to the next level, then sleep has to be part of the plan. Check out our friends at ghostbed.com if you're ready to get your best sleep. I love my ghost bed. I've been sleeping on one for a couple of years and has made a huge difference in how I sleep. Hit ghostbed.com and use the code thefallibleman30 to get 30% off your order and start getting better night's sleep tomorrow. Now, let's go on to the show. All right, guys, we're back and we're here with Dan Stillman discussing the truth about masculinity. Now, Dan, here's this. This one may cause a little headache. What is the purchase of $100 or less that you made in the last year that was the best purchase you made? Like this had the biggest impact on your life. Hmm. What has been the probably re rejoining my gym membership is probably the best thing because, you know, for me, I've been working out my whole life and, you know, it really keeps me grounded and having that, the ability to go to, you know, a gym and work out, it just keeps me grounded. And I think, you know, everybody should, you know, if you don't have an exercise program, just give it a try. 
even if it's a walk, it does wonders. The results are immediate. <laughs> I, I get it. I love my gym time. I've been actually neglecting my gym time the last couple months trying to uh, really buckle down on my show. It's like, oh, I miss my gym. Self-care, man. Self-care. You got to bake it in. Right. It's the first thing we <laughs> is the first thing as men we tend to toss out the window is the self-care stuff while yeah. we're trying to fix everything else. So, yeah, I've been really guilty of that the last couple months. I got to get back in the gym. No, you look good, man. You oh, look thank, good. thank you. It's because you can see from here up, man. You don't, you don't see the belly from sitting around too much behind a computer desk. Gotcha. So, Dan, we wanted to talk about what the truth of masculinity. You kind of set the ground before we went to the break on how you define masculinity. So, right. what is the truth of masculinity? You know, I do. I have a webinar that I do about, and it's specifically called The Truth About Masculinity. And what I do is break down, and it's really good for women to see it as well. Like, I invite women to see it because I think men have a, a vision that we're better than what we are. And, you know, and there's different types of men. And listen, this all stems from what I mentioned earlier is how we're brought up the messages we were given, you know, most of us, our parents aren't educated on how to teach us how to be vulnerable, right? I talked a little bit about the vulnerability piece and understanding about, you know, trying to be introduced to the higher self you never knew existed, which therefore will help you walk around, you know, being your true authentic self. So, you know, we have men who are like homophobic. We have men who are just, you know, power driven. We have men who are, you know, shy. We have, there's so many different characteristics of men. But, you know, what I try to teach and try to emphasize is that we want to make emotionally intelligent men, right? We want people, men, to be able to be vulnerable. And in that webinar, you know, I specifically show things that are, that will show statistically how men are not are not superior to women okay i think we have some type of stereotype in this world and we talked about in the beginning about toxic masculinity and how men have imposed their will on women and it, and we have a society we talk about equal pay and we talk about these things that should be equal and i wholeheartedly support that because the statistics that i do show in my powerpoint show that women are statistically smarter than men that they are you know they have more businesses own more businesses than men and you know we have the me too movement which i think is great you know that that women are doing very well for themselves and the point that i'm trying to make is that with advancements in science these days, and women are, can have the ability to freeze their eggs, and they don't have to have children right away, and they can have children later. And what I'm really trying to emphasize is that if men don't pull their act together and become more emotionally intelligent, that they're going to be left behind. And men need to really understand that you know, they need to learn certain skills, such as what I had mentioned earlier, what I had learned in a relationship, is that I shouldn't feel intimidated by a very strong woman, 
and that you know i should look at that as like women are instinct instinctively nurturers you know we have this tendency to think that oh if a woman stays home with the arrangement that they made with their husband they take care of their kids that basically they just are nurturers to their children but men weren't given the playbook of how to communicate their wants and needs and just to give you an example you know a woman wants to show her appreciation like the end of the week and say hey honey you know thank you for all the hard work you're doing this and that this is an example of a woman taking care of the kids and then the husband comes home and she asks what would you like to do this week he says oh whatever you want honey eh wrong answer right that's not what she was asking she was trying to show appreciation right for the hard work that he does and he just doesn't get it and it's not because he's you know toxic right it's because he's uneducated right so the definition of you know masculinity for me is just being able to teach men and give them the playbook on how not to be a people pleaser how to be vulnerable how to communicate their wants and needs how to paraphrase how to communicate properly like all these things are very important and you know it's just something that needs to be taught that's it in a nutshell then would you consider yourself a feminist i don't you know i don't even know what the definition true definition of a feminist that really is absolutely fair is. that is absolutely fair and i'm not trying to be derogatory in that way yeah i don't even know it's like i just again for me it's all about kindness like i wrote this when i was 22 i wrote i had to deal with adversity like i hit bottom you know like i had to take go to therapy and deal with what i had to deal with because i felt lost as a man like i look at myself in the mirror i knew that there was something wrong with me i tell myself damn you're capable of so much more but I had like a low self-esteem. I felt lost. I felt sad. I felt angry. I felt like, like, like I would think about suicide. Like I thought about it, but then at that particular time, I believed that you go to hell. Like if you did that, you go to hell. Like you didn't want to do that. That's bad. Like my view of religion has changed. But I, you know, I would, I wasn't myself. I was like lost, and I would try to boost my ego or be somebody I wasn't because I wanted people to like me. Like I was so worried about what people thought about me, especially other men, that I couldn't be myself. So I wrote these things like called the nine ingredients of love, and their sincerity, courtesy, unselfishness, patience, tolerance, humility, good temper, generosity, and being guileless. And I hung them on my refrigerator as part of my recovery, and I read them morning and night. And really, what it all boils down to is kindness, right? We just want to be kind you know so you know your question was you know it just for me it just pertains to kindness when it comes to regardless if you're a man or a woman i don't really kind of look at the whole feminine thing i respect everybody's rights because one of those nine ingredients is tolerance so okay well like i said i didn't mean that as a derogatory comment um no. i was listening to the explanation and I just was hearing some of the feminist argument points, whether they're, let me be very clear. There are mm -hmm. feminists who go way too far right. and feminists who are perfectly reasonable. Just like there are men who go way too far and men who are perfectly reasonable in their conversations. 
Oh, um, absolutely. And I agree with you 150%, you know, and there's women who, you know, I hope are doing, there aren't many women because I know people who are doing the same thing that I'm doing for their female mm-hmm. friends as well, because again, I'm focusing strictly on, we're talking about the masculine part of it and how we weren't given the playbook for a man, how to be a man. Well, you know, it almost, it falls across the same thing for women as well. Like, you know, we're all products of how we were raised and the beliefs that we develop. So, you know, trauma doesn't discriminate, (laughs) but, you know, my mission is to try and help men and, you know, and statistically it shows that women are able to express their feelings much better, you know, than men can. So the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, we have this stereotype that men, you know, shouldn't express their feelings. They shouldn't communicate. And we have this ego or this stereotype that we have, that we're stronger and we have to put on this persona. And all that does is just make a relationship worse because we weren't given the playbook for me what it all boils down to. And it's for both parts, communication, communication, expressing what we truly feeling, what we want and what we need. Okay. So what I'm hearing is a lot of, a lot of where you're coming from and what you're trying to teach men and say through your coaching program and your masterminds and stuff like that is better communication skills with women yeah. and other men in general it's just anybody in general it's uh, you know it's just learning how to communicate like for instance we're having a conversation mm-hmm. and i could say to you if we got into like a serious discussion i could be like i could paraphrase and be like this is what i heard you say i heard you say to me that you're feeling this way because i want you to feel as if you've been heard I'm not minimizing, I'm not trivializing your feelings. I'm not getting defensive, right? Because once you get defensive, then you're caught up in some belief that I did something wrong. But there's no winners or there's no like, you don't want to be in a lose-lose situation. You want to be in a win-win situation. And it's about compromise and about having a conversation with somebody where you both come to a common ground. doesn't mean that you're going to, that there isn't any agree to disagree because Mm -hmm. People have different thoughts and feelings, but you don't treat that other person poorly or judge them because they have a different opinion than you do, which we see right now in our country. We could all use a little more of that. Right? We need more of that. And unfortunately, it's a skill that needs to be taught, but we're not taught how to do that. We're not taught. Guys, getting something out of this, be sure and hit that like button if you're on YouTube or leave us a comment on whatever platform you're on. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and a rating, guys. That helps us continue to bring you these episodes and put on the best show we can for you. Dan, what's the first three steps our listeners can implement right now to start on this journey? To start on the journey of becoming more communicative, I think the first step is to really sit back and do an inventory of yourself and see where you are at this point in your life, right? If there's something that is holding you back, like if you have a trauma, 
that is causing you to not pursue something that you want to pursue because of out of fear, right? Or if you don't have a trauma, but you just just have a fear of like fear of the unknown, which is a myth. We we made up that 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 myth, and you're afraid to take a risk. You need to like sit back and contemplate why. And it's okay to add the second step would be to ask for help, to get an accountability partner to help you figure out what's going on in your life, right? And what you need to do in order to achieve maybe some of the goals that you want to achieve, whether that's just becoming more introspective, get becoming more vulnerable, it could be getting a better career, working on your relationship with your kids or your significant other, whatever it is. And then the third thing I would say is execution. Execution and bu- meaning building a tool chest of tools that you could use to help you when adversity strikes, like being able to understand what deliberate practice is. Deliberate practice is something that, you know, I like to say practice makes perfect, but deliberate practice makes you a legend. Deliberate practice is something that you can implement that will help you understand how your brain works and, you know, be able to, like I said, learn how to question your thoughts. I mentioned it earlier, become your own cognitive-based therapist and identify the triggers that cause you to maybe spiral down the rabbit hole, but, you know, develop those tools that will help you realize that you're doing that so you could get yourself out of it very quickly and bounce back from adversity quickly. So those would be the three things, Brett. Okay. What's next for Dan? Well, for me right now, I'm in the process of raising capital for Yomenga to launch that. I'm currently doing that. Besides that, I am doing my coaching as well at holisticwellcare.coach. Go to that website. And I'm also raising funds for Holistic Wellcare Advisors as well. So that's what's next. That's what's next for me. All right. Business, business, business. Business, business, business. Yeah. Until you run your own business, right? You, you don't realize that that's just the order of life. Yeah, but it's also doing self-care too, right? Like I really try and pay attention to have a balance because I have kids. You know, I have an 18-year-old in college. I have a 16-year-old who's, you know, with me every other weekend, every Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm in a dart league. I play darts. So I do, I take the time for self-care because for me, you had mentioned, Brent, like, you know, you don't have enough time. I look at it a little differently. I just say, how do I want to manage my energy? It's not about time. It's about, I want to manage energy. You know, if I can't manage my energy, then the time has nothing to do with it. It's about timing. So I really try and manage my energy. Okay. Dan, what is the biggest takeaway you want someone to take away from this podcast today? Like, if there's just one big point, what do you want someone to hear? I want you to know that you're not alone. And if you're struggling right now and you have one foot in and one foot out, actually taking that other step to to move forward, to get the help you need, understand that there's people that that are here to support you. Brent has this wonderful show. I'm here to help as well. There's so many. You have support. Just don't be fearful and get yourself caught in this thing that you're afraid of what other people think of you. Because it's a myth. Nobody's thinking about you. You know, (laughs) 
You just need to get in your own head and realize you're the most important person and realize that you could live a flourishing life and realize that once you are introduced to your higher self that you never knew existed, your life is going to change and then you'll pay it forward. You know, that's what it's all about. Pay it forward. Dan, where's the best place for people to find you? Well, I have three websites you can check out, www.yomenga.com. And for investors, if you're interested in you know, investing in Yomenga, go there. Holistic Wellcare Advisors, spelled with an E, advisors.com is another one. And then if you're interested in a free course, I might get Real Deal and Hill course. It's free. It's an online course, 74 lessons, seven modules. Check it out. Go to holisticwellcare.coach. I also offer some integrated nutrition coaching as well. Lots of blogs, like you said, Brent, that are on there. I, you can find me on social media on all three of those brands, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Guys, we'll have all of Dan's contact and information in the show notes and in the description as well. That way you guys can connect with Dan and find out more about what's going on and see, I was enjoying your blogs, like I said, when I was prepping for the show. So you got awesome. some good stuff on there. It's also formatted as a developer. I also look at it and go, wow, you formatted that blog really nice. Like it's just really clean and pretty <laughs> on your website. Yeah, right. check out the videos too. There's a thing called Wisdom Nuggets and I have you know a bunch of videos there and I think they're short. So you're not gonna be watching 30 minutes to like four minute things. All right. Dan, I appreciate you taking the time to be here today and being on the show. And guys, Thank as you. always, be better tomorrow because of what you do today. And we'll see you on the next one. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast. Your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.